friendship, friendship, friendship. Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again. And this is BBQ Big Brother Quarantine. With me as always, it's Jade. Hey guys, what's up? All right, ready to get into week two's veto competition and veto ceremony episode. Yeah, let's do it. All right, obviously we got a lot to talk about too from the live feeds. Our last episode obviously covered last Sunday's episode where the nominations happened. So yeah, uh, a lot of this based off the live feeds and Cliff's overnight video series that he does every day you know we knew obviously a lot that was going on here but uh you know there's still stuff obviously they don't show we had no idea what the veto actually looked like uh pretty cool outdoor setup i guess this is one of the the latest veto ceremonies they've ever done as far as like anybody in the house knew because i remember we were watching the live feeds that day and everybody's like Oh, it's probably going to happen here at 5.30, 6, 7. No way it goes past 8 and then it's like 9. No, no, it's going to be at 10. And then like I went to bed and it turns out it wasn't until after midnight that they actually did it. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Like I-, I never heard like the explanation for that, but it's weird that they would have it do the comp so late. Yeah, I mean, it was... We knew uh, a lot about the competition. We heard a lot about, like, the thoughts on it and what people said they did and stuff. So we knew it was, like, uh, kind of like a strength thing holding. And then we ended up seeing that they sit on, like, a star base. Well, they stand on a star base. And then they hold out kind of a paddle. And then they balance a ball on it. So it really is uh, strength intensive. Yeah, and um, something that kind of came up while we were watching was the whole idea of um, it It does involve balance, but in like a different way, uh, because you're holding on to the paddle and your muscles start to like shake and tense up. So it's like it depends on like your body type. Right, which uh, as we were watching the episode, we knew that even though her game is on the line, that uh, Nicole Anthony, Nicole A, it, she we knew she was out almost right away. Like within the first minute, this competition at least went a half hour, a little over a half hour, and she was out within the first minute. She didn't stand a chance. It wasn't in her wheelhouse. But like we talked about last episode... We had known by that point they had when we did last the coverage of Sunday's episode, we already knew the veto had taken place and we knew she didn't win it, you know? Yeah. So we knew what was gonna happen here, but at the same time, you know, we had yet to see how it was actually gonna play out. And then you get, of course, all the what is so key about the actual real episodes is getting the diary room sessions and understanding where people really are at. Because, for example, one of the things we heard right away was Davon thinking that Tyler threw it, the competition. I remember that was one of the first things I heard uh, after the day after 
the veto the, yeah. the the morning after whenever we were watching the feeds i remember hearing her say that but then as time went on like it came more uh, obvious that like he didn't and then we see on the show he really did want it yeah. bad because it turns out he wanted to backdoor either Kaser or Janelle and the current HOH, Memphis, who's supposed to be in all this alliance with him. He's only thinking of himself and he doesn't want that on him. He doesn't want to backdoor anybody. And I've heard some people on live feeds talk about like he's playing like this is like 10 years ago and like he's playing like you don't backdoor, but like it's such a normal thing now. Yeah, no, backdooring, and especially in the past, like, the, like, term, the, like, the the point of Big Brother where it, like, changed, you know, like, kind of, like, that split between, like, the old Big Brother players and the kind of, like, the new, that's where backdooring became more common, and obviously Memphis was before that, and so I guess he, like, selfishly wants to, like, use Kaser and Janelle for information around the house and with themselves or whatever, but also, like... I don't know, it kind of seems like he's he's being dumb and, like, throwing his HOH away. Like, that's just my opinion, but, like, he's totally, like, flip-flopping and saying, like, oh, yeah, like, I want to, like, go hardcore or whatever, but he just, one, he put up two supposedly, like, oh, like, easy targets. Like, he didn't go after any, like, big fish in the house, supposedly. And two, like, he won the veto and, like, he's just... Yeah, I think at that point, too, he's thinking from a more old school point of view of if you're the head of household, you put up your targets with a reason. You don't just like pull almost like what I would call a Devin and just be like, oh, I messed up and now I'm going to change my own nominations. You're supposed to show like you don't mess up. You're trying to put out that image, even if you do. You're trying to put out that message of like, yeah, I did this for a reason. These are my targets. This, I, I, I do what I say. Yeah, and I get that. But I also feel like since he knows that he's safer this week, I feel like as the HOH, he's kind of just like, whatever. Like, yeah, oh, like, yeah. I put these two people up now. Let everything else just happen. Like, right. and people keep on trying to, like, talk to him and, like, understand and... Yeah, yeah get into and he's just like he's not like letting anything so it's just like well Dylan like I I see like a perspective of him like wanting to win more comps and he's clearly doing that this time around but other than that it kind of feels like it's like eh, just it's whatever yeah it almost seems like to him like he I I've heard him say this a few times and on tonight's episode that it's so early, like, he doesn't see things even, like, mattering so far. And so, so, you know, supposedly he's got this alliance and he says on the show, like, he doesn't want to go against him. But then at the same time, there's this, they highlight this uh, conversation with Danny and, you know, he doesn't even, like, get what she's throwing down. And he's like, oh, you mean back door? Like, you want me to do that? He's like, no, why would I do that? And she's like... Because if they win head of household, they'll probably come after one of us. And he's like, yeah, they probably will. And he's just like, whatever. He's actually willing to sacrifice one of them. And it's funny, like, that he he feels like so, like, oh, I'm good with these people. But he, at the same time, he's willing to tell them I'm willing to sacrifice you. 
Yeah, no, and that's kind of the part that's... I mean, the alliances, like, period, we've said this before. The alliances, like, don't really matter, apparently, in this All-Stars game, because it's all about comps and winning. Um, but it's just... It's, it's the point of screwing up where Memphis, like... Okay, so you make an alliance, you agreed to even... He even went with Cody. He was like, oh yeah, let's do the commission. And he's, like, making these alliances with different house guests. And then he's just like... I feel like I keep on saying the word nonchalant, because that's the way he's acting. Like, he's so, like, like oh, carefree, like, la di da di da Like, this isn't a competitive reality TV show that we're on right now. Right, right, trying right. to win a bunch of money against, you know, 14, 15 other people yeah. in a house together. And it's like, you, you're you trying to band together with these people so you can get these other people out. And he's just like, he, I feel like that's the part in his brain that isn't, like, fully connecting. Or I don't know, maybe he just, like, honestly doesn't care. Because he's screwing up his alliance by being so nonchalant about yeah. Danny and Nicole being worried about Kisa and Janelle. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm good with them. And to the point where, like, the alliance is like, well, I'm not good with you. Yeah, yeah. I think... He wouldn't mind an alliance, but he also really, truly doesn't care if it does blow up. I think because he truly did come at this from a point of view of where nothing does matter but competitions. And he's probably telling himself in his head the thing that I've said a few times about this game where it's like, if you don't win, you really don't have anybody to blame but yourself. It is, there is a social aspect to this, but competitions do matter. And he probably is coming at this from a point where it's like, he cares little to, you know, very little about social. And he, like, he really doesn't mind. If he goes out week three, four, five, six, and he just, because he lost a competition, he'll probably just be like, yeah, I didn't win that game. Like, that's it. And he'll probably be fine with that, you know? Yeah, and honestly, I can see that happening. Like, I cannot see him winning just because of the fact that his social game is so low. He does yeah. seem to be, like, on a comp run right now, and that's hella cool and, like, you know, good yeah, for him or whatever. But there are plenty of players like that in the past who have done good at comps but have a sucky social game. Right, right. And, like, when you rub everyone the wrong way, they're going to be like why the hell should I vote with you? You broke the alliance. You didn't treat me right. You, like, let me go up on the block, like... Yeah, and I... Probably also in his, in his frame of mind, the way the house does can, and can change from week to week, I've heard not just him, but multiple people say that, and it's there's a truth to that, and probably what he's thinking is he's already thinking about safety suite competition. Next week is the last week of it. Well, actually... We're about to turn in tomorrow's eviction night and then the new head of household and then Friday is safety suite day. So we're only actually a couple days away from it. Like we're right around a corner from it. Only six people are playing and he's one of them. He probably foresees himself winning it. He tried to clear the deck and try to get as many people to play and it worked for the most part to where now there's only six. And if... Nicole goes home, then there's only five. Right, yeah, and as we've seen in the past two competitions, you know, he is capable of winning. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, see if I can just do this right off the top of my head. So, it's Tyler, that's competition, Memphis, Danny, Nicole, 
F. Davon? No, she did the last one. Yeah, so that's four. And then Nicole. Yeah, both Nicole's. If she doesn't go. So that's... And then so we're forgetting one person. One person out yeah, there. Um, is it... No? Ian played? No, yeah. Uh, oh, well, it doesn't matter. We almost yeah, got there. Um, somebody's probably yelling at us. That's what Nez always says when we can't figure it out and we keep going. <laughs> yep, the classic line. So... Um, there's more to talk about in that episode, but just to get into a little bit of what's going on with live feeds, it really seems, yeah. (laughs) Oh God, guys, it's a mess. Yeah. The biggest thing going on is kind of the downward crumbling fall apart of, uh, Nicole A. And after... The veto, she spent like two days basically in bed and kind of alone and distance for the most part. And then the last couple of days, because the, the veto was Saturday night turning into Sunday. So then, yeah, Sunday, Monday. So then, yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, so the past two days, she's kind of snapped into campaign mode, which all along she said she wouldn't campaign, like, against David, per se. She wouldn't, like, down him, but, like, more for herself. And that's from a good point of view. But based on how much... And, you know, as much as they want to deny it, it's so funny. Cody's playing this game from a point of view where he wants to control everything and run everything, but have nobody know. And the fact he's getting called out on it and that he's been identified. And in this episode, Janelle walks in on Cody and Tyler and Danny and Nicole F. She walks in on them and identifies them as a group. You know? Yeah, it's totally obvious. They show it in the episode. And yeah. Like, hmm. So, the and like Cody's like upset, like he doesn't want to be identified. Well, I mean, that's on you. And like that just reminds me of something this morning to just kind of jump all around. Where, yes, they're all together, but you've got like Nicole F and Danny. Instead of finding a more private place, they're like gaming right in front of Enzo and Tyler and it's like they were talking about plans that didn't include those two guys and I was like what are you doing yeah and like I uh, all of the, everyone on the show is uh, is awesome in their own way like this is such a great cast and um such cool people but sometimes it's like guys like all stars really like honey yeah <laughs> it's weird because the game can't play out like the past. By this point, usually targets make themselves known in the first week. Every, there's somebody who can't help but come in and play hard, and it becomes like an enemy of the house. It's almost like human nature that somebody's going to be like that, like the Messiah or Devin, something like that. You know, it always happens. Somebody, even like a Joey, like. They didn't even think that hard about her, but then she did the dress-up thing and, like, completely threw off the house. And nobody did that, especially during Cody's first week. Everybody's playing so careful. It's only this week that 
Nicole seems to be really going down in flames. It's interesting that at the end of the episode tonight, we heard that her mom said to like, go down swinging or what did she say? Be ruthless. Yeah, be ruthless or something. And like, you can tell that's like what's playing in her head. And she got this idea and was pitching it around to call a house meeting and go at Kaser and Janelle. And it was crazy. Uh, I always joke about this line that Tyler said to Bailey. He's like, God, I'm not a villain like that. And I was like, damn, I caught him like being like a villain. Like he had a long conversation with her and was like trying to egg her on to do it. And then immediately after you have Kevin, someone who's truly on Nicole's side and is so thankful to her for last week, helping him get through last week. He's like, no, like this can't help you. Yeah, and Danny said the same thing. Yeah. And they're like, this can't help you. It might help the rest of the house, but it's going to sink you. And then uh, Kevin was like, uh, like, I don't know what that says about T. He said T. Yeah. But Tyler, like, he's like, the people that don't want you to do it are looking out for you. Mm-hmm. The people that want you to do it are looking out for themselves. Exactly, yeah. And that definitely, like, resonated with her and, like, showed her, like, which people are on, like, which sides in terms of like her personally um but also i just want to point out the fact that um kevin and danny seem like really cool people um i know like i had my whole sympathy going for kevin last week but yeah no i um the way he's like supported nicole and really should to be there for her it's great um especially and and danny too especially her she like she's definitely like i feel like she's mothering nicole a lot with all her advice and i'm i'm honestly loving it um it feels very like a protective relationship like danny feels protective over nicole because nicole is one of those types of people that and i can i can relate to this (laughs) um can like get upset easily about things as shown by everything that's been happening with her you know it's kind of like a crazy spiral um she's gotten very upset by everything but um danny is like protect trying to like protect her from like like backlash basically right exactly so to kind of quick hit like her you know her week obviously has been crazy she doesn't play for safety suite after memphis told her not you know to do it and there's a a diary room session where she's like oh no like you can't tell me what to do but that works against her it gives him a reason to put her up she goes up she plays in the veto goes out instantly and then you know stays secluded for almost two days and then when she does come out to talk in game she's so mad and frustrated she breaks down crying a lot and then talks about calling this house meeting and talks from person to person and is offering up whatever saying if i stay i won't play in the safety suite if that's what you want or i can save somebody whatever you want me to do and she's like like i want you to compare what i'm saying to everybody i'm not telling anybody everything i'm telling you they're my targets what's interesting right now is on the live feeds we're going to stick with the show right now but it's probably an interesting conversation. She actually is talking to Janelle, which is interesting that they are in the same room, so they can't help but do it. So it's good that she may be coming to some kind of understanding because what I did hear earlier is that Kaser told her, like, because she did snap at Janelle a little, and then Janelle actually had a few tears about it, like, oh, damn, I'm 
like trying to save you like don't get me wrong Janelle and Kaser's game hasn't been perfect I guess there's this incident that everybody's upset about Kaser uh, pointing out to Ian that uh, Nicole has these other alliances and just the way he put it everybody got mad about because I guess he was like like oh so like you and her are supposed to be like tight the final two but she's not going to even tell you about these alliances she and he's like oh I'm sure at some point like there'll be an opening that you can jump into in one of those alliances so just like the way he like said that I guess like maybe like triggered in like he was swinging harder than normal on the uh swing the the hammock outside and like everybody knew and that's how it got out and been known so everybody was mad at Kaser for that so there's that but at the same time Kaser comes to Nicole and is like yeah like I get you're like frustrated upset but yeah you really made Janelle sad she really does want you here you are important to us and like of course at this point she doesn't believe it she's caught up in what everybody else in the house is saying and how Janelle and Kaser are the enemies and I don't know I mean this is the night now before eviction night it's good that she's talking with Janelle but in the end it may have been a lot for nothing and I kept talking to you today so I would like to put it here on wax like the way to go about this is not to do what she did and like self-implode make sure you talk to everybody make sure you pitch the thing make sure you do what you do but don't like break down like this like make sure you you get around to everybody and like friend foe make sure you hang out and enjoy this experience and make for the mess you know the the best of it who knows when or if as this all-star you'll ever get another chance it took like what the last all-star season was 2006 so 14 years in between all-star season i imagine they do it again sooner in the future but that's a long time in between and yes they've had like where four people came back and things like that but you know (laughs) yeah you just never know like you like to think like oh they might take me back but you really never know they could be like no like we just we're gonna do something else like yeah yeah no we like we don't want you back yeah um so yeah, it's really like making the most of your time as hard as that may be. I know the house is crazy and um, at the end of the day, these are like obviously real people and it is just a television show, but um, you just gotta, you, uh, yeah, like that's said, you just gotta make the best of your situation. Um, yeah, honestly, I would like to know what's happening. It's, it's funny because like as a live feed, like obviously there's no subtitles or anything, but um, I don't know, from their demeanor, they seem kind of chill, sad? Yeah, it seems like they're talking it out. I can only imagine, and I am only imagining, that... Maybe she's getting it? She may be getting it. (laughs) She's trying to, like, actually see where everybody's coming from and, like, putting together what they were thinking, why they were thinking what they were thinking, and then also maybe putting together where every other single person may be yeah like feeling like maybe she is really finally putting together you never know but uh, right yeah i you know i think it's really sweet i mean it does suck that um you know keisha janelle and case are liked her and she ended up going home and now Janelle and Kaser like Nicole and she might end up going home but I think it's honestly I think it really is cool because like I don't know I feel like in past seasons with I don't know if it's necessarily like they intentionally do it but they are like 
a power duo in some ways and so there is a little bit of intimidation and it's like hard to see like them teaming up with other people and actually liking them but it, you know you can see that like Janelle Janelle especially because like Kaser is like enforcing it Janelle like really does care about Nicole and like wants to play with her right the crazy thing like to build off of what you're saying is like it's almost like what happened in whatever their season six and then the first all-stars like in that people go against them and the weird thing is it's just little things i think she does like they're not that bad per se but they're enough that play like people get like really upset about it and it's like the same things that upset people 14 years ago in all stars upsets this whole new generation and like everybody i've heard even like Nicole, as she's, like, campaigned to other people, be like, I can't believe it, like, I thought, like, that was crazy, like, how people treated them, but now I get it, and, like, yeah, they're villains, and, like, they're terrible, but then you hear, like, Jadella Kaser talk, and it's it's funny, we caught a conversation between the two of them, and they were, like, dumb, like, the same thing, like, we're being <laughs> singled out yet again, he's like, I can't believe... I waited, like, 14 years yeah. for this, and, like, everything's going down, like, the same way. Yeah. And he's like, I just don't get this, because... I didn't want this. And it's, like, it's funny, because, like, not to say they're, like, you know, they're without sin, but I think... And don't get me wrong, because I am sensitive to it, and I understand, but I don't think, like, he really had like truly like evil intentions to ian he really was gaming but everybody else is taking it as like a oh how dare you assault his like mental well-being like they're taking it more like real world personal when he really was just gaming yeah and see that's the interesting thing um like your words on this show matter so much because of how easily it can be taken the wrong way. Memphis's speech, for example, and Kaser's talk to Ian is a clear, a clear example, too. Um, it's, it's not necessarily... I don't know if it's, like, sensibility, necessarily. I think it's just the way things can be taken in a different way. Um, and, you know, that doesn't always work out, even especially if it's wrong. Um... Kaser doesn't seem like a type of guy to do that. That doesn't seem in his personality. Um, honestly, it seems like him and Ian do get along in some ways. I've seen yeah, a- yeah. conversations no. between them. It's been fine. Right. Um, but yeah, that that sucks that that happened. Um, I feel like I had another thought, but um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um, to talk about the other side, like I said, a lot has focused on the state of Nicole A and it felt like no matter what she was doing it wasn't breaking through and it did feel like as much as they don't want to admit it there is this powerful side with Cody Tyler and then there's like you know influence there Danny Nicole Enzo and they probably have Bailey and Devon too and it's like Yes, there's, and there was this whole, they seem pretty locked in for David, and we see it on the veto competition episode tonight, how Tyler really wanted to win this, and he was going to save 
David. They seem pretty locked in to save him. And one interesting conversation that we caught on the live feeds right before the show tonight was David trying to pitch Kaser in the the room and it was funny he was coming in with like a few like real world things and he's like I I, I can't remember the exact words but it was some of the effect of like you know this can be your like heroic move he's like he's like this is like the the real world thing he's like are you gonna save the you know this guy and stuff like that and like he made Kaser laughed a, f- a couple times and it was funny and yeah. he like came over and he's like gave him a hug he's like I love you man and then he's like coming back and he's like well and he's like you want me to make a decision right now and, he, and he's like no no like he's like you know because you could change your mind again he's like I just want you to sleep on it but and he kept like pitching him yeah. throwing him stuff and then he gave him over and gave him like another hug what was that thing about the heart <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, was it was something like, like that. The heart matters or something. Yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I just remember, like, cracking up at that. I was like, because, like, the way he projected it with such, like, force and, like, like, oh, like, it felt like a delivery. Like, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's funny. Everything that I've preached about what Nicole needed to do and the focus on the live feeds have been on her. Everything that I've preached to do, I feel like David is doing, and I think he's doing the right thing. And I'd be shocked if it's actually not him staying. I could see it the other way if people swing in the last minute and are like, he's a stronger competitor, let's get him out, if that's the mentality. But I don't know if anything they say can necessarily switch it right now. It feels like it's in David's favor right now, but there could be a last-minute swing of like people talking like, oh man, he's a harder person to get out. We need to get rid of a competitor now, you know? Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I think that could switch. Yeah, maybe. I guess, damn, I guess we'll see. Yeah, so. Uh, anything else going on the live feeds or that episode? Oh, one thing I got. Uh, so think of something if you have it. They showed us uh, something we've seen a lot on the live feeds. Well, actually a lot the first few days. Sadly, it started to stop a little. I think they got enough footage for what they needed, so they just quit it. Even though it's supposed to be a punishment, and Janelle wore her star costume all last week. And, you know, for the most part, they made her, like, carry around, even if she wasn't wearing it, the top of the thing. But... uh, Ian's not even in costume the whole time. It's just when they got called, we talked about this last episode because we'd seen it on the live feeds, how he'd have to dress up and do a space opera, a BB Star Wars. Yeah, that was funny. It was called that. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, we caught a couple ones they end up using for the show, which was really cool, and I'm glad they did that, you know? Uh, one of the funnier notes, too, I heard from in the house, and we got to see it play out in just a, a, a fast swipe, was in the middle of the night one time, he was directed to go perform in the head of household room. And then I guess production thought better of it. They thought Memphis might attack him or something. So they're like, no, just do it outside the door. Just do it on the bridge. That's funny. So... And you see it, like he's doing it right outside the door his, of the room, the head of household room. Yeah, and so it's always funny to think about, like, the fact that, like, obviously someone has to, like, be there or, like, be awake at that time to, like, push a button or whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, how does that work, you know? Like, are they at home, like, waking up at 1230, push the button, and 
alert the house. Like, I don't know. Like, how does that yeah, work? Yeah, no. I mean, there's got to be somebody on site, I guess, 24-7. Yeah. So that would be, I think, the tough thing. Like, if you're tired and literally everybody's sleeping mm-hmm. and you can't afford to miss somebody's, like, eyes opening or sitting up or whispering something to somebody in bed or getting up, you know, to go to the kitchen or something like that. That, it might be hard, you know? So, um, but yeah, no, the BB uh, Star Wars thing is great. And then to top it off, at the veto ceremony after Memphis had won and everything, Ian, uh, like, as Memphis was about to say what he was going to do, they called for him to perform the scene where he puts the robot's parts on the ground and goes, no, and that was, it was really great. It's it's always funny because, like, it's in this moment of, like, usually high stress, especially for those on the block, and they try to break it up with this, you know? Yeah, this scene, this funny acting scene that he's done, like, a thousand times, yeah. Yeah, so the crazy thing is, though, they might, for the most part, be done with it. They might, Ian thinks that Julie might have him do something on tomorrow's live show, so. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll see with that, but, uh, yeah, anything else going on in the house? Uh, no, I was just gonna mention the punishment, but you got that covered, so. Yeah, um, anything else? Well, I guess just to cover real quick the actual the star competition we knew memphis won we had heard early that davon thought tyler threw it he was one of the last ones standing he didn't throw it he did want to win it he did want to backdoor caser janelle that was his plan so he tried um, we had heard about david trying to do some kind of tactics and it was interesting to see what that was he like yells out a couple times trying to throw the, the other guys off whoa hey like trying to throw them off and then to actually see that he only dropped it because his eyes went over to see how Memphis was doing and then the ball had gone to the lip and by the time he saw it he tried to recover and it basically just flung it off yeah that was sad too because I remember hearing him talk about it a lot after the comp and saying like oh like if I just would have like looked back a few seconds earlier and right which yeah that's that's rough who knows like what would have happened but I know he had, like, all the reason in the world to win it. And I remember talking about last episode, I think, that we were we were on. It might have been that one or the one before that, like, David, as this player that didn't really get much of a chance last year and really has a thing to play for, he needs to give everything in this competition. And I think he did for the most part, you know? Yeah. So that was good to see. And uh, Ian, he went out the next previous and it was also interesting to hear in the house that Christmas thought she wouldn't even last it as long as Ian which is interesting because she's such a exercise person and such a workout warrior and it's interesting to hear that just she's saying she knows herself though and she said she it wasn't like maybe not built her for strong. her yeah, yeah. Not her strong suit right so uh, then yeah Nicole played I think she was the one Nicole F She's the one person I don't think I heard about being talked about, like how she did or how she played. So, yeah. She uh, was kind of wonky. Yeah, she I was the second it, out. Yeah, so. I think it's because of like the girls have similar body structures. Yeah, and it comes down to that. Like this one, like 
it, it's, it's a little sad that, you know, this was Nicole A's chance to fight for her life, but she really didn't stand a chance. I yeah. said this off wax too. She had it, even though it was unlikely she would have beat Christmas's time in that, she had a better chance of doing good in the safety, the table thing, than she did at this thing. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Quick question. Do you think Memphis would have changed his target if she would have played? Not necessarily won, but just played. Possibly, because he had so many in mind. We saw it on the episode. He was thinking he actually did have Nicole F in mind. All right. <laughs> I guess she's going to talk to him, to Memphis, about if there's a possibility of a tie, would he break it in her favor? That's probably what she needs to pitch right yeah, now. Yeah, so. right now. Yeah, so um, we'll go ahead and check that out. So we'll put this one into a wrap-up. But before we let him go, I want to put on wax. One, who do you think is going to be evicted tomorrow? And two, who do you think is going to win the new head of household? Um, I think, even though it's sad to say, possibly Nicole, hope I'm wrong, but I really like David too, so it sucks, um, yeah, both last year, last year's people, it sucks that they're up against each other, but, um, okay, so as, as of a head of household, um, I, I would like to see Christmas win, because I think she could shake things up a little bit. Yeah, for sure, because she's seeing a lot of angles. She appears to see that, like, whatever, whoever people are talking to her, Janelle, whether it be Janelle or Kaser, or even this Memphis, Cody, Tyler alliance, she's definitely low person on the totem hole. Uh, We caught her talking to Danny, and she kind of mentioned that idea of, like, that, you know, she could see... Even with only own lions, people turning against her, and Danny like, well, I won't. Yeah, on the food scale, she's kind of, yeah, she's uh, good. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that, well, not too much of a limb, but I'm going to say David stays. I think he will stay. I think it's probably already set. Not much can change. We'll see. Uh, put that on the record, though. And then I'm going to go out on a limb and say Danny will win this. I love that. Uh, it sounds like oh. it's going to be a... Isn't it her birthday tomorrow, too? Yeah, which is why I feel like the focus will be there, the want, and you'll even have some people that might even want to toss it towards her if possible. I'd love that, honestly. Um, we heard, at first we thought it was going to be endurance, then we heard roll a ball, and then only now, just tonight, we were hearing more of like... Uh, uh, something and then you uh, you pick somebody to be eliminated one by one and i think that could work well in her favor like you say with the whole birthday thing yeah i hope so that'd be cool yeah well on that note i think we're gonna bring this one to a wrap and we'll be back tomorrow to talk all about the eviction and the new head of household and a whole new week the big brother all-stars so ready to get out of here yeah let's do it All right, till next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, E-Society.